Welcome in. We are ADL Hotter Takes, week two, live from the Rebungeon once again. Mm-hmm. And of course, we got Cheek, and Britton did so well the first time that we actually decided to bring him back. <laughs> he didn't yes. know it was a tryout, but it was. Oh, gosh. But if he sucks, we'll you probably drop him, just like they dropped Leonard Fournette. Oh, that is topical humor right there. The, so. good, the only difference is that Leonard Fournette was considered good at one time. Oh, wow. <laughs> and now it hurts. All right, anyway. Everything hurts. So, uh, before we begin, we're going to do a quick question of the day. So, I want you guys to think about this. Now, I actually had these questions before the big news today, so don't just cop out. If it is your answer, that's fine. But, all right. What is the most exciting piece of fantasy news that you have heard recently? I mean, I... I'll jump in. I don't want to bury the lead. I'm, I'm sure we're all in agreement that it's Kalen Balazs failing his physical, right? <laughs> that's what that's what I noticed, and I thought, man, the b-hole dodged a bullet there. <laughs> I think it's did did he fail on purpose though? That's yeah, what I've absolutely. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that's hundred percent. He had to have known. So. That, or, or, or Gase had buyer's remorse because he heard what he make heard everybody making fun of him and said, you know what? He failed his physical. So. <laughs> Either way. I don't know if you can have buyer's remorse. It's My question is, how do you even fail a physical? Like, as I, I go to the doctor all the Turn time, and they, off. yeah, I don't fail. They haven't told me I've failed yet, so I don't know. Uh, might be a different physical. Huh? Yeah, might it, it might be a slightly different physical. I don't know. I need to go to a sports doctor. Uh, Was that not the big news you were, you were talking about? I don't think so. I passed my physical. That's the big news. That's the most exciting piece of fantasy news I've got for you guys. Uh, no, I think the most exciting fantasy news for me is like any time a player is hyped up, that's not like the top starters. So I'm not talking like like David Montgomery, who I'll bring up again in a second, unfortunately, or like Derrick Henry. Like then when they talk about Derrick Henry being a pass catcher, I'm like, great, cool. I don't really care that much. But when they talk about Dante Pettis, who I drafted three years ago and have been waiting to just do anything, they talk about him and I'm like, all right, we're back, baby. Like, I, are they talking about him though? They are. He he mended the relationship with the coach. Like, he's working through it because they're running out of receivers. Yeah, as part he's of the, the problem. only guy. Though. Yeah, he's the last guy left. I thought he failed his physical too. He know, might. But. If he does, then we'll, it'll be again back to the scary news, I guess. But I would agree with you though. That is the most exciting thing for me. And so, related to me is Damian Harris actually making waves. Mm. I used a first round draft pick on him. Oh, and yeah. it, it, burns. it hurt. It hurt last year. So for him to have a healthy scratch. Now all of a sudden he's like making noise. I'm excited about that. As well mm-hmm. as Van Jefferson. You heard it here, people. Third round rookie pick by yours truly. I think that, I don't know. I'm kind of excited about that. I've heard good stuff about him. But you're right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun to like, have guys that yeah. are not already known. Exactly. And get excited about them, so. All right, so on the flip side, what has been the scariest piece of news that you have heard recently? Oh, oh man, I'll, I'll start again here. Justin Jackson losing the number two role, getting hurt, is really, <laughs> I mean, just devastated me. I really thought I, I had a shot to win it all because of, of Justin Jackson. Mm. And him getting hurt, I mean, jeez. Spoiler just, alert, Britt, you do not have a shot to win it all. I don't know how to tell you this. Well, uh, well we're going we'll we're to find out. out. <laughs> but re- real thing... Uh, holdouts. That's mm. that. That is what I find really scary. It feels like yeah. every day we're hearing more information about another running back or another player in general. But usually, running backs is what what really applies to fantasy. And mm-hmm. just to know what to do with that, to know the implications that 
That's yeah. pretty darn scary because I get the business side of things for them, doing what's best for them. But how it affects us, that's what we care about. Yeah. That's what's scary. I don't care how much money you make. I want you to yeah. get on the field and pound the ball. Right. That's what we do. Yeah, I can understand that. That's I would scary. say this this time of year is probably my least favorite. It's, oh, yeah. They're, they're about to get started with the season, but any pretty much any news at this point is someone either got hurt or is holding out, mm. and it is miserable. Yeah, it's the, it's the most stressful time to, like, hear the, the wow, like, breaking news. Sorry, what was, what was that? Wow, something like that. Okay. Is it more like, <laughs> wham? I don't know. It's, it's, you guys remember I don't think it's meow? Either, neither of those. <laughs> do, do you remember the meow? No. It was, like, three years what ago. What are you talking about, right, meow? <laughs> Yeah. Three years ago, <laughs> Griff can attest this. Ask Griff. We were like at the office, and all of a sudden we just heard meow. And both of us were like, whoa, what is happening? He thought a cat was in the office, found out it was a sleeper. It was like a prank or game they did or something just being goofy. So they're awesome. I like those guys. Scariest <clears throat> news for me is anytime a player is like hurt, but it's totally unclear what it is. Like David Montgomery went down a couple days ago, and it was like he's being carted off the field. Immediately, I'm like, crap, well, there goes one of my starting running backs. I'm screwed. Sell everything. Burn the ships. I don't care. I'm done with fantasy. <laughs> and then it was like, later found out that that's what they do with every Chicago Bears player. If they stub their toe, they cart them off the field because the field is so far away from their facilities. Who's reporting this? Come on, guys. Like, So I, that's that's always the scariest to me. Anytime there's an injury where the word cart is involved, that's terrifying. <laughs> Unless it's uh, someone else's player. So, yeah. Yeah, then I love it. Right, exactly. Especially in the backup. Oh, for yes. sure. That feels so good. Yes. Um, all right. So, that brings us to the main part of today where we are really going to dive into the pretenders and contenders in our league. I don't know if you guys have had the opportunity to talk to other people in our league, but it is astounding to me as I'm trying to make trades. And the number one response I get is, no, I can't do that because I really feel like I have a shot to win this year. <laughs> are you kidding me? Twelve people can't win. Only one. But all twelve are convinced they can win. I talked to Borski. He's out of the league, and he thinks he can win. <laughs> it's incredible. So what we're going to do tonight, guys, is hopefully... I mean, he can't do worse this year. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably not. Got like his chances there. I don't know. You still might... Who's retired recently that he might trade for? <laughs> But anyway, so we're going to break it down for us, guys. We're going to hopefully bring some clarity and and probably crush some of your hopes and dreams. At least um, four of you. I'd say, I, I would just say very little clarity, but lots of fire. So I, I don't know. I feel like we <laughs> yeah. should manage expectations there. Yeah, we're not experts. We just have a mic. It's well, really all that we have. Yeah, it's, it's true. In time. <laughs> we have time. Yeah, um, time. So in this, we're going to break it down into essentially three categories. You have your pretenders, which are essentially the bottom four. We have the on the outside looking in, which are kind of your middle four. And then we have what we consider the top four people to actually be the contenders. Now, we haven't actually had the opportunity to share answers in, in all uh, transparency. We didn't actually even prep for this other than the five minutes beforehand. Yeah, that's prep. It's just not the prep you want to see. It's an adequate prep. But yeah, it is, <laughs> by definition, it is prep. I, I'm actually trying to decipher Britain's... Uh, chicken scratch right now, and I still can't see who he put down as what. <laughs> was, that, so, was that a pun? Uh, oh, job? the Chick Fil A pun. <laughs> All right, That's moving good. on. That's good. No one under the age that. of ten. What? No. Don't Show is not sponsored by Chick Fil A. Just to be clear. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. yet. Actually, we did have a cookie. Does that count? Sponsored. Right, sponsored by Chick Fil A, yeah. Newport Pavilion. Yep. Well done. <laughs> 
All right, so we're going to dive right in, and I'm going to put Cheek on the spot. We're going to go around, share our bottom four, uh, starting with Cheek. Let me hear it, and then we'll kind of dive into the why behind it. Yeah, yeah. So my bottom four, and this is no hard feelings for you guys, but this is just the way I see it. Not, not any hard feelings for any of them? Okay, maybe a little bit. All right, thank you. Uh, so my bottom four would be, in no specific order, I got Steph, Matri, Tynan, and Griff. If you had to give it in order, though, like who would be the worst? Griff is definitely 12th right, to me. That makes me feel bad. Tynan, if Fournette signs somewhere, I think Tynan could bump up. Um, but that that Fournette, like just straight up being released, it, it, that took a that was a big hit for him, in my opinion. Matri, I he's just got a lot of youth, and I just don't think he has it this year. Like, I think he'll have it in a couple years, though. I think he's got a killer team for young guys. So. Yeah, I'm actually going to jump right in because we have something pretty similar. Um, I actually did rank mine as so the worst team by far is Griffins. <laughs> and then, in my opinion, followed by Matris for something similar to what you had said. Like, I'm looking over mm. his starters, and then I get about halfway through what are supposed to be his starters, and I think I'm reading his bench, yep. but they're it's actually like still his starters. Mm-hmm. Rugs like, and Pittman. Yep. Yeah. So I'm like, that's not that's not what Which, you want. I mean, it could pan out. Those guys could be could. good this year, but probably not. It's just risky. Yeah, that's super rare. So then I actually have. I kind of feel bad about this because I have Sarah on my list. Oh wow! And you didn't, and I'm married to her. Yep. You um, hear that, Sarah? I hope you're listening. You, yeah. I don't know why that's good for me, but yeah, I don't it, know. It feels like, like she's gonna like me more than me for some reason. <laughs> Uh, and, and then, and then I actually have Steph down there as well. So that's that's okay. who I have. Britt, what do you got? Oh, this makes me want to change some of my answers. But <laughs> you know what? Here we go. I think unanimous, very easy bottom, like almost in a different league. It's Griffin, followed by I put Steph, myself, and Ty. Oh wow! You so, put yourself in the pretenders category. I did. I don't wow. think I have a shot, so... That is good to know. Now I can take it... Now, as I revisit Matri's team, I could see myself switching my my team for Matri. Mm. So, I, with more prep time, not with okay. some, but with this additional prep time, we did do some, but yeah. I think once this is further statted out, I could see myself maybe moving to the middle there, but, but just on kind of initial cursory thoughts, yeah, I put myself there. What stands out to me on this that is just kind of shocking is, one, we have two past champions Mm -hmm. in the bottom four, according to Britain, which, I mean, let's be real. What does that mean? Um, But (laughs) at least one of us champions actually has some awareness as to where they stand. That's true. So Uh, As opposed, yeah, we'll get to Tynan. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) the other thing that I think is really interesting is that both of us think, or all of us think, Griffin's the worst. And then we all actually have Steph in the bottom as well, Mm. which I think we're going to do... Do we want to do a deep dive later on about her team, or do we want to just start talking about it now? Uh, yeah. I mean, we I we got time. Let's talk about it now. Right. I mean, I, I I'll say, like we were just talking about this before we started recording. Like Steph's team is one of those teams that it, it's like if all the cards fall right, she can jump from a pretender to a contender quick. Like J.K. Dobbins takes over for Mark Ingram. We're talking a totally different <laughs> team here. Because she's got the Buffalo backfield. Like, whether it's Singletary or Moss, she's got that locked up. 
So what? And I guess I want to jump in on that. It's not that she needs lots of cards to fall. Yeah. To, to me, it's one or two mm-hmm. things. Like mm-hmm. I think there's a. It, that's yeah. You're right. It's just if if Dobbins becomes a starter, or if one of those Buffalo guys establishes himself. Yep. You end up with actually two top twenty four running backs to go along with stud receivers. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, a tight end and a uh, quarterback one, like high end. So mm-hmm. I think she has a lot of parts in place, but I, I think I would have put her in the bottom just because it's not quite there yet. So, mm-hmm. but definitely ascending. Like she's oh, going yeah. somewhere. Person yeah. number 12 is not. <laughs> Position 11 is. Yeah, so it, it's... I think she's done a good job building something. If she had mm-hmm. Damien Williams this year, that for the first half man. of the year, and that that, hurt. that builds a bridge to mm-hmm. Dobbins. I I would rank her. I would have put her oh, easily yeah. in that middle. So I, it's just, it, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's close along those lines. I mean, when you look at some of her stars, like Kyler Murray, he's great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Michael Thomas, great. Robert Woods, great. Mm-hmm. Devontae Parker ended great. Now there's some speculation as to if he can do it again, but I mean those are. And then she has Mark Andrews. Like she has. Star power, yeah. But and then it's it's just a little bit dicey from there. Which uh, this is where a lot of our league is. You'll see this sure. kind of this lack of depth being a theme throughout. But Nico Hardman could be really good. Like this is the team that I want to root for. Right. Mm-hmm. So I I I am most intrigued to see how Steph does. When I look at Griffin, we kind of broke it down last week. And I, by the way, we had the draft party. We didn't mention that too much. Britain probably said it best, which is tough for me to give him credit for anything. <laughs> That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me, Jason. Yeah. Wow. Um, but we were Write sitting down here. Down, August 31st, 9.41 p.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we were all sitting down here, uh, and Griffin was talking about, he was trying to justify his team being relevant this year. And Britain's making drinks the whole time, like a classic bartender, pretending like he's not listening. And then all of a sudden he just chimes in, he's like, you know... The biggest lesson I've learned here is that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> and I I was dumbfounded because Griffin made up this wild... He's probably spoke for 10 minutes about all the He's situations convinced. that would yep. have to happen for his team to become relevant. And after 10 minutes, I was just like, no way. Yeah. Well, he was still going too after 10 minutes. You had to interrupt him and say, hey, that's, yeah. that's enough about the hypotheticals on your team. Yeah. But, you know, jumping back into Steph too real quick before we move on. She does have, you know, Anthony Miller, at least a, a mm-hmm. wide receiver on her bench who could be at least mm-hmm. a wide receiver four. So she's got some, mm-hmm. you know, a piece there. And with the Philadelphia news, you know, Tyler, you talked about the ambiguous injury stuff. You know, Miles yeah. Sanders has been 12 days with merely a lower body injury. Mm-hmm. No further clarification. So, so Boston, Boston Scott, Scott becomes yeah. intriguing, especially in our half-point PPR. So I think she has some pieces there that, yeah, I mean, I think she'll probably be she'll be competitive. I think in every matchup, I don't think anyone's going to be exciting to see her. Mm-hmm. Excited to see her because she has some players that can just, you know, go ham. And so, uh, but I'm not sure she's going to be. You know, she's going to, you know, she's going to take some L's. So, mm-hmm. yep. One player I don't understand why everybody's so down on is Nikhil Harry. Like maybe I'm just not seeing it, but he's the youngest guy on the Patriots receiving team. Like. Pat, or sorry, not Pat Mahomes. Cam Newton can throw the ball. Like the Pats don't I have can a throw strong a ball too. running game. Like 
Have you why, heard? Why doesn't everybody like Nikhil Harry? So the reports in camp. Do you know much about when he was a rookie? Not much. I don't. Okay. So the number one thing that people had against him is that he cannot separate from defenders, mm. and and that he mm. takes a long time to get off the line. And he just apparently has not grown from that. So I'm hearing a lot of reports from camp, or at least some reports from camp, saying that he's still struggling to get any kind of separation. Okay. And so that's kind of what's going on. And so, and if you can't do that, <clears throat> you're not going to get thrown to you, even if you are great at 50-50 balls. And so that's kind of what I'm hearing uh, as far as that chatter around camp. Chatter. Yep. Hey, batter, batter. Okay. I mean, I just I feel like the dude's so big at six four. Like I like when I see him, or like at least look at his stats, or like. I guess size and weight, like, I think of a Mike Williams or just a big dude that can go up, catch the high ball, and be a touchdown scorer. Like, I don't expect him to be, like, top 12 by any means. But I'm just always surprised. Like, nobody seems to really talk about him much. And it's a, Outside of him, it's Julian Edelman to me. There's nobody else there. He's a big <clears throat> disappointment right now. And we'll see. Mohamed Sanu is still there, too. That's and, true. And I he's, about Sanu. he's a, a professional, so I think... Uh, no, I Aren't mean, I know. No, I mean, he's just old. He's a vet that knows yep. knows how to play the game. Yep. Get up, you know, he can do his job. And if mm-hmm. Harry can't, Sanu's not giving that job away. But right. I will say, my favorite player on her taxi squad is Steven Sims Jr. That was a guy that I circled. That you know, there's a, a you don't know I don't who he is. Know who no, I, Jr. he's is. a second year guy in Washington. He might play the Curtis Samuel role. Curtis Samuel role Terry from um, the Carolina days. So you know, he could be a guy that. You know, feel like you're starting to go down Griffin's thought process right now. No, I'm not saying that's why Stephanie's going to win a title. I'm just saying I think he's a guy that you look. I think he could. You're like, wait, when? Who's he? And he's scoring some points. You know, see, I think that there's one thing that needs to happen though, Britain. I think you need to explain yourself. Why did you put yourself down there so low? I'm interested to hear this. I mean, mostly because I think it's just. I guess I'm probably more the opposite of Griffin that. I think I have a lot of studs, but I, I have no depth. And so I, I fully understand that if one of those running backs gets hurt, I mean, it's, I have two top six running backs, at least by yeah. projected rankings. But if one of them gets hurt, I, I don't have a person to fill in in one of those two spots. Sony Michelle, I mean, so, like, so complete lack of depth there. I've got five different quarterbacks. This means I really don't have one, right? Because I don't know who I want to play. I'm playing quarterback roulette week mm-hmm. to week. Mm. My wide receivers, again, four arguably, you know, top thirty-six for sure, maybe higher yeah. than that, but easily, yeah, top twenty. Yeah, but, I was going top twenty on that. Yeah, I don't know where Juju is. That's my He's only top twenty, right? Uh, I, think, yeah. I, think I mean, at least in ranking, Big Ben's yeah. back. He'll be, he'll but be I'm just so fearful that if an injury happens, I, I don't, I have nobody to fill their spots. I, I don't mm. even have my final bench spot is by a tight end right now. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. There's I cannot withstand any injuries and said so that and I think that it's going to happen. Even pre COVID. Well, but now we all tying in with take injuries. But now in our COVID world, <laughs> yeah. it I think it's going yeah. it's going to happen. Whether it's even if it's just a week. I lose one of those guys for a week and that completely changes. So mm-hmm. for me it's I think I have a great great framework, but I honestly could see myself as a seller if if I have some injuries, I'm going to have to reconsider what I do. So, yeah. And again, I could be overreacting, but I'm just trying to be aware yeah. that I don't know how competitive I can be if things go wrong. And that's mm. what I'm prepped for. I'm just glad that I don't play you at the beginning of the season. I'm hoping things go wrong for you. 
and, yeah. and you get to reap the benefits of it like week eight. Yeah, well, I mean, also because I'm terrified of your starters, but we'll see. We'll yeah. see where I ranked you later on. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that is. I mean, to be honest, it's a little interesting. Uh, you guys both had Tynan. I did not. Um, but you'll see that I I have him as number eight. Okay. So he's really mm. close. Really close to it. I think the biggest shocker right there, like we all said, is Britain down there. Britain putting himself down there. So, all right. So Brit, we're gonna have you start us off for these. These guys in the middle, who is on the outside looking in? Yeah, so for me, these are maybe somewhat in order from bottom to top. John, Sarah, Matri, and Jason. So I'm a little higher on Matri than you guys are, but like I said, I would probably switch that. So, But again, that's, that's where I land. Interesting, interesting. All right, I will go next. I actually have Tynan in the eighth spot. I mean, I, I almost had him in the bottom, like I just said. Corey I have in the seventh spot. Mm. I actually have myself at number six, and I have Cheek at number five. Ooh. So. Just on the outside in your books. I'm okay with that, because yeah. in my books, it's not the same. <laughs> like everybody in the league. Uh, for me, I think some of the teams on the outside looking in, uh, so in no specific order, I got Corey, Britton, Nephli, and Sarah. Um, I think... This is why I'm really surprised about your team specifically, Brett. I don't want to dive too much into that because you're on the show. But, like, <laughs> your starters are so strong that it's one of those where, like, I we said last year, like, Ty's going to get an injury and he's not going to be able to sustain. We were yeah. wrong. Like, we were. Ty sustained. Ty won. Like, that's how it played out. So, I, I don't like using that narrative. Like, but, like, when I look at depth, it's why you weren't in the contender strat, like section I for see. me. Um, so, it was, like, a clear... Definitely on the outside looking in, but you get an injury, you immediately drop down a pretender. Hmm. Um, Corey's team was the one that kind of surprised me that it fell in there for me, though, because I think Corey's team is, like, secret good. Um, Like, his wide receivers are phenomenal. He's got Calvin Ridley, Marquise Brown, Odell, Brandon Cooks, who I'm not a huge fan of Brandon Cooks, but he's going to be the one there. And And if he's his number four? Yeah, and it's his number four. It's not even, like, one, two, like... No, it's the number four receiver. That's huge. Um, and his running backs are not bad. Like, he's got James Conner, Jordan Howard I don't love, but he also has Marlon Mack. Um, he's got Raquel Armstead. Yeah, he's got Raquel Armstead. If that, like, if he ends up panning out, that's a huge win for Corey. Like, if he ends up being the starter, I think Corey immediately jumps up into a contender for me. I Along with what you're saying with Corey, he has a lot of guys that are one player away mm-hmm. from blowing yeah. up. Like, he's mm-hmm. got Antonio Gibson, which I'm not sure if he's a player away or not or if he's the guy. You've got Latavius Murray. You've got mm-hmm. Marlon Mack. You've got Chase Edmonds. You've got Ryquel Armstead, which, again, I'm not really sure what he is yet. Yep. But that's five guys right mm-hmm. there that all could be, if they were given the chance, could be very relevant for their teams. And so, that's all he needs. He just needs one of them. I was trying pretty hard at one point to convince Corey, and he actually was relatively convinced himself that he stood no chance of winning this year. And so I was trying to buy some of his players (laughs) because I know how good his team is. Yeah. And I was like, man, if I could just snipe one of these and he convince himself that he's not in it, that'd be awesome. That's a win right there. He didn't budge. Not yet. (laughs) I'll jump in on his team, too, since we're on it. I also like, you know, Brashad Perriman as Mm -hmm. a wide receiver, as as decent depth, and then B.C. Johnson, who might be the number two in Minnesota. So. I don't know. He's got like that one play away, and those two guys might even one play away. That might be just 
they just they just click in the offense in there mm-hmm. and you know with, with their chance to step up. So yeah, I he's 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 got some good some good depth for sure, I believe. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to hear what you guys think about Sarah's team. You guys both have oh, them in the middle. We haven't really done a breakdown on our team. Mm. Let me oh, cuz I I see this is what I see. This is why I have her on the bottom four. And she's really close. I have her right there at nine, so I could easily have flip flopped her with Tynan. I probably should have just because I like Sarah a lot more than Tynan. <laughs> um, and I'm going to make Sarah listen to this podcast anyway, so it's, it's probably a rookie move on my part. Um, rookie but when I, yeah, Hate I to see it happen. It, yeah. You would think after 10 years of marriage. <laughs> um, when I look at her team, I see her quarterback being, I mean, yeah, it could be Aaron Rodgers, but I also think that it could just be Derek Carr. So either one, that's fine. They're serviceable. I think she's got Melvin Gordon, Cam Akers, and I think both those people are starters. I we're, I know Cam Akers is up in the air, but I'm a huge Cam Akers fan. I really believe in the talent. I think that he is probably going to be one of the best rookie running backs this year. And mm. then she has Cooper Cup, DJ Moore, Golden Tate, who I, I actually like. I think he's a great – Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be at least serviceable. Yeah. And then Austin Hooper, who's great – but this is where it gets dicey. Mm-hmm. And I see Dallas Goddard, which is okay. And then she loves her Beasles. <laughs> so, but that that's really where I'm having the difficulty between putting her over Tynan. Mm. Tell me your guys' thoughts. I think I could see that. And, yeah, looking, taking a deeper dive as you were speaking and looking, you know, kind of comparing her team to Matri's team, I think they they have some, some definite similarities that you you know to the point you get halfway through the starting lineup and like, oh, where's where's the rest of it? Yeah. You know, was there a glitch on, on sleeper <laughs> here? So, I could I could perhaps see a scenario where both of those could be bottom. I think they're close, but yeah. because they're they're constructed in kind of the same way, you know, the Acres thing. I I did I don't think I thought about this when I was making my rankings, but. Again, possible hype of Fournette going to L.A. would mm. completely shut down Akers. Yeah. Uh, it would destroy Akers. What, we never mentioned Dylan. He's got great legs. Uh, we talked about that last week. Yeah. I, I mean, it, well, I it should be a conversation piece of every episode. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, it's called Hotter Takes. It's got to okay. be hot. Uh, there we go. <laughs> so The thighs on that guy. I mean, she's got, she's got uh, Kansas City's backup running back in Washington, so that could mm. be, you know... Up, you know, one potential path for her. I, I just I don't see a ton of depth that she I like. She has Duke Johnson as well. I saw that. Yeah, that, that's true. That's the guy that kind of pushed me over the edge for her because I, I agree. I don't think Sarah's team is great. Um, like it, once we hit that Goddard and Beasley section, but like Hooper is phenomenal. Golden Tate's consistent. I think DJ Moore is going to be great. Cooper Cup mm-hmm. is great. Like I don't understand why DJ Moore is projecting more points than Cooper Cup week one. Makes no sense to me. Cooper Cup's going to be great this year. I also the point like because Moore's playing the Raiders. That's why that I mean, it's just matchup. Yeah. Um, but like two guys for me that I I don't know why I feel this way really, but Aaron Rodgers and Melvin Gordon. I just feel like they're going to bounce back this year. Mm-hmm. I, there's no scientific evidence. There's no research around it. I just like I remember the days watching Melvin Gordon play when he was good and he was loving life. And dude tore up. Yeah. He lit up the fantasy world. And it was the same way for Aaron Rodgers. And I feel like he knows he's on his last like leg in Green Bay. And he's going to give it all. Like, and I hope he does. 
I don't know if that's actually going to happen or not. But the the key thing for me was Duke Johnson. I don't think David Johnson's yeah. going to be able to stay healthy all season. And even if he is, Duke Johnson's going to be there catching passes. So. I would I agree with you. I think that he I think that Sarah's lineup right now with Goddard and Beasley will be replaced. And I mm-hmm. think that her team. Yeah, I agree. She is not my bottom four anymore. Sarah, you have <laughs> jumped over Tynan. Tynan, you suck. Deal with the tie. Yep. Get over it. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to hear your guys' thoughts. I thought that it was interesting that you guys have me in the middle. I do as well. I, I guess not oh, everyone I don't. did. You're not. You're I not know, a, yeah. I know. Britton, I want to hear your thoughts on. Well, I guess we'll wait. We'll go. We'll, we'll wait until Chiefs. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's move. Let's go on to John's team. John's team right now, we have Britton and Tyler that both have John in the middle. Spoiler alert, he's actually number four for me, so he's, Ooh, he's right, right on there the on the bubble as well. Mm. I want to hear you guys' thoughts on John because I think that he's got some studs. Mm. All right, I'll actually do the breakdown really fast. <laughs> We've got Tom Brady, Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, uh, Godwin, A.J. Green, Michael Gallup, Hayden Hurst, Kareem Hunt, Cortland Sutton. Then he's got on his he's got Chris Thompson. Uh let's see. Anybody else of note? Yeah, then that's where it kind of falls off, huh? Yeah, he's got he's got Preston Williams, uh John Ross, Sidney Anderson, Rodney Anderson. Um Robbie, then, not Rodney. Yeah, well whatever. Right. That, I guess it doesn't matter. There, it doesn't matter, yeah, because there's a Rodney now. You're right. I, I stand corrected. <laughs> he's also got Blake Jarwin. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chris Herndon. There's been a lot of a lot of positive talk about him. Yeah, he's got a lot of different tight ends. I, I don't think that he'll be able to he'll he'll figure that out. But why do you guys not like his team? I, I can go first here. For me, like I don't I don't like the Joe Mixon AJ Green stack. That's just a general rule of thumb for me. I hate running back wide receiver same team stacks. <laughs> I also don't think AJ Green's going to stay healthy all year. Probably because he's been on my team the past two years not healthy. Um, so I don't believe in him anymore. That's that's one of the reasons. Um, after that, I look at Joe Mixon and Alvin Kamara both currently having contract issues. Like, they, they're they really tough to gauge if they're, one, going to play or not. And if they don't, like, I remember the Bell situation when Bell didn't play. It was painful. Like, it was, it was hard for me to win a single game that year. Um, and then lastly for me, Tom Brady... He is always projected higher than he actually scores for me. It's like maybe 15, 16 points. I had him all last year. I just, like, I think John is really close. I agree. He has a lot of potential, but I, I just don't know if it's there. So John's going to beat you with your own players. <clears throat> yeah, basically, okay. me and John just swap players. We almost yeah. tra- He almost gave me back AJ Green this year just to be fun. No, it's, it's honestly not that I don't like John's team. That was the way you posed the question, and I... So I, mm. I, it's not that I dislike it. I, I love his wide receiver depth. You know, Godwin's a, a legit one. I think Gallup is going to be a top fifteen. Mm. AJ Green's going to rebound. So I, I think he's he's solid there. You know, Sutton we'll see with with the addition of those options. Hunt is going to be fine. For me, it really came down to the feeling that one of those running backs is going to do something oh, no. to to not be playing. And I think it's his running back depth that will hurt him. Even even though. Chris Thompson got great news this morning. You know, I imagine he's going to get a little more run. Well, no, but if he's just if he's just if he catches eighty balls, that's going to be fine in this league, even if it's just in that role. So, yeah, I like his wide receivers, but there's not much by way of 
running back depth, and I can commiserate for sure. I, I think it's a it's a nice team, but I think it, it it would need too much to be able to get over the hump and get into that contender status for me personally. Mm. Jeez, Brent, I really don't understand why you hate John so much. <laughs> um, yeah, when I look at his team, I guess you guys brought up some good points. Um, <clears throat> my favorite one being the Joe Mixon AJ Green stack. Mm. I don't love that. And then along those lines, Michael Gallup. I, a lot Andy of people like Lamb. him. I know, and I mm. and I I like CD Lamb a lot, which maybe is just my rookie fever that I tend to get every year. Um, <laughs> sure. But I, I just can't see Michael Gallup being as good as he was last year. Mm. So I, I don't know. You think he's gonna have the second year slump? I don't think he has really? to be as good to it's still to third. still be really beneficial to John's team. But. Yeah, I just I don't see him being. I still like John. Like I said, he's still in my top four because I think that if these guys play, which your guys' argument is not, it's it's you don't think that they all will play, but I think they yeah. they will, and so I think that he'll still be. Top four, but mm. now in case John wants to give me a hard time for hating him so much, he would pr- he might retort with the fact that he picked up James Robinson, who is Jacksonville depth. He might say he now has the starter in Jacksonville, so he's going to be just fine. <laughs> if that is the case, I need to Google who is James Robinson. Okay, I really hope I John know. sucks though, because I had his first round pick. I, sure. Mm. Um, so I really hope that all these guys hold out. And and he is right there with Griff at the bottom of the league. That's what I hope. I think John Griff is or not Griff, sorry. John is right on that cusp of outside looking in for me. Like yeah. he's number five for me. If yeah. Mixon Kamara play, a lot changes. Like if Sutton ends up being who he was last year, but maybe even a little bit better, like John's team goes from number five to like number two pretty fast. Uh, yeah. so yeah, I, I can understand why you have him up there. I'm just a little bit more skeptical of uh, opportunities and holdouts. So yeah, and we're not we're not that far off. Yeah, so far we the only one that I think has really been a huge surprise is is where we have Britain. So yeah. let's go into the final category: our contenders. Yes, I'm gonna start off. It slightly is painful for me to read this list. Oh, it's very painful for what I'm going to read, so I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, it's Isaac I have in the number one spot. He is the Same favorite. here. Really? Yeah. Man, that you know how much that takes me It's crazy, me off? right? I really hope he doesn't come in his first year into the league <laughs> and win. I would. Does he even know he's in the league? He knows. Okay. I, at least I'm pretty sure. I just, I really feel like if he wins this year, he's not going to really do much in the draft next year. He's oh, not going to come to any draft parties because he's like, this is, I don't even really have to show easy. up. To I've arrived. I, I don't. <laughs> so I have Isaac as my number one person, Ooh. followed by Joey as my number two. Me too. What are the odds? We're lined up right now. I, he's. His team is... We'll dive into their teams in a second. Um, I have Britain actually as my number three contender. Aw. I, I know. And then I actually have John as my number four, but mm-hmm. Britain made a weird noise, so I'm switching those two. <laughs> Britain's now number four. John just got the bump. He did. I like him. So, all right, go ahead. Uh, yeah, for me, like I said, I got Isaac and Joey, same. Um, I have myself up there. I do believe I'm a contender. 
um, and Jason Homer this year. And it's the Homer bias. Um, I'd, I'd be happy to explain myself of being up there. Um, I'm happy. I'm just happy to see I'm not in the pretenders area. That's that was I was a little concerned as we were putting these together. So, uh, Britt, what do you got? So my top two are the same, just different order. It's Joe and Isaac for me. Then this is going to be a big point of of differentiation for our group. I have Corey at number three. Wow. And Ooh. which is why I said what I said wow. when we had a chance at last category that I have Cheek number four. So. So you gotta give you a hard time about putting yourself there. I still got it, baby. Because I have you there as well. Is it <laughs> true that I see my own name scratched out on your list and replaced by Cheeks? That feels yeah, good. that is true. That feels Ouch. even better than just having my name there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it makes it feel any better. What happens is I wrote... I didn't have Cheek on here at all. I had Jason in two categories. So yeah. mm. it's I do feel kind of bad because I have... You ranked one spot ahead of me. <laughs> you have me. You have yourself ranked one spot ahead of me, and Britain crossed off my name to put yours. And so I'm seeing a theme. We're all kind of on the same page. All right, let's let's do a breakdown into Isaac's team right now. Yes, <clears throat> he is the guy to beat. Go ahead, Cheek. Yeah, I think for me, what like when I when we were looking at these, and I, I looked at these earlier today, and Isaac's team just looks strong. <laughs> yes, like, he does. That starting lineup is killer, and I know we all made fun of the James White, Tariq Cohen trade way, way back, but, dude, it, it looks great now. Like, Tariq Cohen, Montgomery's having issues. James White is, like, both of them are still in their roles. They're not losing their jobs. It's I think we've made fun of every move he's made. We have, we have. But his lineup now just, I mean, jeez. His starting lineup is so strong. I'm so confident in it. Um, and even his bench players, like, he doesn't have a ton of, like, great depth. But he does have Will Fuller. He's got Josh Reynolds, who had some great games last year. He's got Brandon Ayuk, like a rookie coming in. Like he's got some guys on his bench where I'm like, dang it, like Deshaun Jackson. Some teams could, yeah, be, Deshaun Jackson. That's like, a great utility guy. He he's got enough depth on his team and sh- incredibly strong starters and Zeke, Aaron Jones, Lev Bell is iffy right now. <laughs> but like every one of his starters, I'm like crap. Like mm-hmm. that's a strong team. How do you get those players? So that's that's why for me, like he's he's my easy number one on it. Yeah, I'm. I can't argue with a whole lot of that. I think that he is by far weakest in tight end, and I could be wrong on that. Gronkowski could show up this year. Mm-hmm. I really think that he's going to finish outside of the top twelve, though. So I, I'm not. That's his weak spot. Uh, but <clears throat> I also see Will Fuller on his bench. Yeah, and you know I, I gonna say. love Will Fuller. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I loved him last year too, and he. Got hurt again. So. Isaac, I'll trade you a tight end for Fuller. So then you said, <laughs> if you want a good tight end, come see me. Um, so it, it is. Just don't go see Steph. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> all right, took me a little bit there. It's all right. Moving on. Oh, I don't want to talk high. about your wife's tight end. I can respect <laughs> so that. That was move fast. On. It's he 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 prepped for that. Yeah, he, he knew he knew what he was gonna say. Yeah, we're moving on. So uh, I think that he has a great team. There's All right, so here's what I see, though, as potential downfalls. So I'm going to play the what-if game. I'm going to act like Griffin for a second. Yeah. So what if Aaron Jones end up ends up getting or losing touches to A.J. Dillon? Mm-hmm. He will. So I think he will. That's, that's a concern. I think Aaron Jones could fall out of the top 12. Um, T.Y. Think- Hilton. Mm. T.Y. Hilton, I could see falling. I think he's going to have a great week one. Jacksonville yeah. sucks. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with that. They don't even have a defense to play on the field, I don't think. Right. So I could see that. I, I could see T.Y. Hilton falling out. 
Um, as far as Le'Veon Bell and Tariq Cohen, it's hard to say that both those guys. I've heard I've heard nothing but negative things about Le'Veon Bell. He's yeah. Anytime it's off season, he's not <clears throat> fun to talk about. True. And then Tariq Cohen. I to be honest, I don't have anything wrong with him. Um, and then, of course, like I said, I love Will Fuller as long as he can stay healthy. But those are the slight if, – if I could nitpick on a team that I have as ranked number one, that's kind of the, the thing I would worry about with him. Well, I think even that, like, <clears throat> I look at his teams like, okay, Aaron Jones go, goes into a 50-50 timeshare with A.J. Dillon. Like, cool, Bell gets bumped up. Like, okay, Bell and Aaron Jones all of a sudden go into 50-50 timeshare. Well, crap. Will Fuller's a starter now. Yeah. And James White's probably going to get bumped up to a starter as well, along with Tariq Cohen. Like, even in those like worst-case scenarios of guys that are starters, mm-hmm. he's still got the depth to replace those guys. So, like, right. Will, Will Fuller can score just as many <clears throat> points as Tariq Cohen. Yeah. Any any week. I agree. So. Yeah, I think he has the depth to be able to withstand. I mean, mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't need Jones to be a running back one necessarily because he has yeah. Zeke. He's got Zeke. So. If, if Jones just keep stays in the you know the fifteen to eighteen range, he'd be fine. But even if not, mm-hmm. you know maybe Cohen or White, like he just he has answers to those questions, and mm-hmm. that's not many can say that. So yeah. that's why I had him at number two because I, I do think it's it's a it's a strong team. So I'm with you on that. All right, so now we're gonna look at Joey's team. He has right now uh, Russell Wilson, uh, Miles Sanders. David Johnson, Mike Williams. Damn I know, it trade. took me a little bit. Was it expensive uh, to get that guy, you think? Yes. <laughs> he sounds cheap. fancy. For Houston, yes, it was expensive. <laughs> for Joey, no, it was very cheap. It was incredibly cheap for Joe. Uh, Debo Samuel, Stefan Diggs, Evan Ingram, Todd Gurley, Rojo, and then... <laughs> Dude, the bust. Rest in peace, Borski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he has Deontay Johnson, Tyler Boyd, Sterling mm. Shepard... Uh, just to name a few now. What I want to know for you guys is that Joey picked up very little in the draft. He picked up mm-hmm. David Johnson. Joey also finished as the sixth best team in the league last year. Mm-hmm. Why are we taking him from that sixth best team up to number two or number one? I think for me, it the David Johnson trade was huge. When Joey didn't have David Johnson, I wouldn't have felt the same way. Um, I liked that he had Darrell Henderson and Malcolm Brown for the Rams, but then they drafted Cam Akers, and it was kind of just one of those icky situations where you're like... That just goes away, unfortunately. Yeah, it's like, just, they're, they're non-factors. Maybe they become pass-catching guys at best, but I don't think they're going to be starters. But I think he has this luxury of they'll probably do more work in the beginning of the year. They'll lose their job eventually. Um, but yeah, that David Johnson trade was huge, and his wide receiver depth is mm-hmm. amazing. Like, he's got Mike Evans, Stefan Diggs. Um, I also like Ronald Jones. I'll, I'll say that. But a- after those two guys, he's got Deontay Johnson, who I love, Tyler Boyd, Sterling Shepard. Like, those are three guys that you see on someone's starting lineup every yeah. week. Like, right. so that that's what kind of put him up there for me. He's got great wide receiver depth and pretty solid running back. Yeah. I mean, he's able to put four running backs who I think are all going to be twos or better, mm-hmm. and Jason disagrees with me, it appears. But uh, I, I could, we'll talk about what could go wrong in a second. Okay, but I'm, I, I think he has great running back depth his, and his receivers as well, as you just talked about. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, to have four running backs of that, of that type 
Yeah. Now, if there's no one on his bench that I think provides any sort of help, so that's yeah, not a running back. But you lose one of those guys off his flex, right. and he puts in Boyd, who I've heard some yeah. great hype about from Burrow. So, <laughs> I mean, he loves him. Yeah, I, I just, I, I just don't see a ton of weakness mm-hmm. on his team. So, and and a fair amount of. Maybe it's not star power, other than I thought Miles Sanders was going to be great until yeah. Higgin, his mysterious lower body injury. I mean, so who knows? Like, oh, my groin. Yeah. <laughs> Is that low? I, I, I hope not. I don't know. Mine's pretty low. Depends on your groin. <laughs> you should get your groin checked out. It's usually huh? in the middle of a, of, of a body, I <laughs> Just think? say this. I wouldn't fail a physical. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, but. so I think you have a great point. All right. So when I look at his team, though, and I start to play the Griffin, what if? Sure. All right, so we've got David Johnson. Mm-hmm. We all know that he looked like he was stuck in quicksand last oh, yeah. year. He was slow last year. So what year. if he looks like he's 40? Yeah, well, what if he looks like he did last year? Or, right. like, yeah, your age, something like that. <laughs> um, or, so on top of that, what about Todd Gurley? What if Todd Gurley is old busted? Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden he's down two running backs. Right. Anybody can spin the tail that Rojo's not going to be viable this year. Sure. So I'd all love of a sudden, to see him not be viable. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I got all the other guys. Oh, you have McCoy? I didn't know that. Oh, no, the I next know. starter? I, McCoy. I, forgot, I forgot they picked him up. He's on Steph's team. So all of a sudden, he loses those three running backs, and then his team goes from great to struggling. Yeah. yeah. And that's true, not, but if anybody loses three starting yeah, running backs, that's true. Anybody so, loses three, they're dead. If I, I lose three, I'm negative one. So I don't even know. Like, well, the other thing he has, Evan Ingram, who has been riddled with injury, and I know he has... Good old Tyler, what's his the name? The glass Eifert. man. Yes, Eifert. You're right. He he has five tight ends, six tight ends, or five on his bench, and I don't want mm. any of them. Yeah. So, I, so I I like his team, but there's a reason why he was number six last year. Yeah. And and you could talk me into, <clears throat> as, as we've discussed, putting Isaac over Joe anyway. Like I'm, obviously, yeah. I'm not you know beholden to Joe at one, but... I just looked at his lineup and, and was very jealous. So, it, yeah. No, it's good. I mean, I, like I said, I have him at number two. So when I'm throwing shade, it's it's only <laughs> like thinking of possible worst-case scenarios. It is kind of weird to me, though, that he went from a team that was number six last year to all of a sudden we all agree that he is one of the top two teams. Yeah. And he didn't really acquire much other than David Johnson. So that's kind yeah. of interesting to me. Well, I think last year Ronald Jones – like nobody really expected him mm-hmm. to be much of anything, and he wasn't last year. But yeah. this year we do, um, as well as Miles Sanders last year. Like we didn't yeah. like he he didn't have a killer year. He had a killer second half, if I'm not mistaken. So that that's kind of part of it yeah. for me. So is this Joey's? When we look at both these teams, Joey's and Isaac's, is this their only year to win? I think. I like. I was just thinking about that. I I don't think David Johnson and Todd for Joey. Really, yes, I yeah. think it's a, a pretty unequivocal yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what about uh, Isaacs? He's got Gronk. He's got T. Y. Hilton. He's got Le'Veon Bell. Um, I don't think so as much for Isaac. He's got um, Aaron Jones. You think that these guys are all going to be good after this year? I I think he's got enough young okay. young guys to to get by. Not not to say he could win back to back. Like that's I I would never <laughs> project that. But like. He's got Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Kill, and Zeke, who are three of the top scorers in their positions. And yeah. don't get me wrong, I'm not like Mr. QB guy go get 15 quarterbacks. I don't. I'm not also not Griffin, who just has Gardner Minshew and Drew Brees. Um, but I, like those guys alone, on top of that, Kenny Galladay, 
all young, all top of their, all top of their uh, position. Yeah. So that's why for me, like Ty Hilton can be replaced by some random rookie next year. Yeah. And, and I'm not sure it's not a no for Isaac for me as well, but Joey's was just an easier. Yeah. No. All right. So we've got three more teams I want to talk about. We have essentially, we have uh, mine, Cheeks, and Corey's that Mm. I want to break down. I want to start with Corey's because we already talked about it, I guess, so we don't have to do too much. He's got great wide receivers. He's got a bunch of running backs that could be, so that's why Britton has him up there. And then we have, I think it's it's you and me, Cheek. Mm -hmm. Let's go with, um, well, your team is... Uh, pretty much all of us have voted it's better. So we'll break down my team first, <laughs> and then we will talk about yours. So what do you guys see when you see my team? Yeah, I think for your team, I see a lot of just, like, younger guys that have a ton of talent. Like A.J. Brown, you got Nick Chubb, you got Christian Kirk. George Kittle is a freaking monster. The way that dude plays football is like he's <clears throat> in high school, and he's just living his dream. And he <laughs> does it every day, and it's amazing to watch the dude play. Um, on top of that, you I do forgot think... Chris Carson as the young, the young studs. Oh, He's twenty-five. Is he really twenty-five? Wow, I feel old. I got you, Jason. Um, <laughs> you also have Devonta Freeman, who I do think is going to sign somewhere. I, I don't think it's going to be a great sign. I'm not saying he's going to be like a top twenty-four running back, but he'll be flex worthy, and especially in our league. Hope so. Um, where you kind of so you fall just at the bottom of the contenders category. You have so many rookies that I think can be played this year, like Jerry Judy, um, Brian Edwards, Justin Jefferson, Van Jefferson, maybe. I'm, I'm not sure on that one. <laughs> Lazard, as an, I mean, he's not a rookie, yeah. but he's a young guy that actually could be yeah. number two on his team this mm-hmm. year. So. Like, you have a lot of young guys that really put you at that spot, and that's why, for me, like you have so many opportunities for that. That it, it makes you a contender. Like one of those guys is going to hit, in my well, opinion. Well, and and I and I'll I'll follow that up by saying that that's looking at our team right now. And Jason, you and I have talked that this won't be your team in two weeks. So <laughs> yeah, probably. Not. You know, so it's it's easy to say that. Like I also look at your taxi squad, and with Damian Harris and Madison, I mean, if one of those guys hits, and you have three top twenty-four running backs, that completely changes the complexion of your team. Oh yeah. And even if Harris is just a running back three that really helps too but you know if something happens with cook and a holdout and or an injury both seem likely at this point then madison is is locked and loaded so no you, mm. your team i mean the word is potential it's not even that you need paths necessarily it's just you got to see them play and see what they do yep. and and four weeks we could be talking about your team in a much different light even if it's this exact same team on paper right. as we see it which it won't be but even if it were <laughs> It might. I think we'll be we'll be speaking differently of it. It won't. Yeah, I'll I'll kind of dive into my what I think about my team. Um, I really like my running backs. I know that people want to hate on Chris Carson, and that's fine. I mean, there's a reason why I I've tried to trade him, and no one will really take him. Um, but I believe that he'll be a top 15 running back again for the third year in a row. Yes, you can fact check that. Um, I think Nick Chubb will be top 12. I think AJ Brown will be a top 20 wide receiver. And really it comes down, George Kittle will be top two tight end. He'll mm-hmm. be great. For me, when I look at my team, I think I worry about the the weekly decisions I have to make. Right. And if, I, I, if someone goes off on, like if my opponent goes off, I don't know if I can hang with them. Because mm. I don't think that... I, I just don't have the star power. And so that's not yet. I don't really? think they're really sure that with George Kittle and A.J. Brown? I... A.J. Brown, we'll see what he can do. 
Uh, I think he could, and really, what what I think my Kittle's team is the only guaranteed boom. I oh think. yeah, you can you can bank on that boom. The rest is yeah. You got a couple guys that maybe. I mm-hmm. with me, I think that if my team, if I can find one rookie wide receiver that turns out to be a top the 20, next Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown? No, the next AJ Brown. Oh, yeah. Well, no, was he a rookie last year? Yeah, he was. Yeah. was all right. Oh, yeah, Marquise Brown, Brown hasn't done anything yet. Yeah, He's not he looking for the next, uh, haven't done anything yet. The, the two rookies, Debo Samuel, uh, A.J. Brown, and D.K. Metcalf were the three good rookies. Mm. Marquise Brown could. He was just injured. Um, so I just need one of those guys to really step up, whether it's Brian Edwards, Jerry Judy, Jalen Rager. I know he's hurt. Mm. That was sad. Um, but it's it's can I get – can I get production somewhere? I do think that my team has uh, arguably, actually, I would almost say without a doubt the best depth. Oh, um, yeah. So that's, that's I think, a huge bonus for me, which is why I think I did well last year. Um, so we'll see. It's it's an interesting team, and I, I know that Isaac said this when he, he came into the league. He's like, Jason's team got second last year, and I don't, <laughs> I don't blame him. Because I, you look at him like, oh yeah, I was carried by John Brown and Christian Kirk. Well, would have looked better with Sutton on the team, but you just traded yeah, him for. I think him. what's going to be better. Yeah. But as a name value, you would if you were to read Sutton on this, you would feel better about it. Oh yeah, I would. But I think Definitely. end of season, at least two of those rookies are going to finish ahead of where Sutton does this year. So you'll you'll, you'll think highly of it then, but. Yeah, your praise. your team is the opposite yeah. of mine. So I, praising I, these rookies, I know. I, I don't envy your position because you, you hit on it. You actually have to make roster decisions, yep. and mm. so I I don't. I make zero, week to week starters or nothing unless there's a buy, and then I'm just gonna lose. Mm. So yeah, your team like you actually have to do work week to week, and I think that's you know you you could make some good moves one week, but the next week you could. Choose correctly, but something else happens, and you could lose a week because your bench would have won it. That's not going to happen for me. Like, there's no points on my bench, yeah. so that's where I think there's some volatility for your team, and that's why you're number five for me. So it's mm. I don't have you that far removed. I think you're going to be the, be in the playoffs and be a contender, but right now there's just a little bit of unknown. Yeah, yeah. I think that for your for your team and my team both. That's how I felt when ranking. That's why I put us both in the contenders categories because. I see this year as being a year where if you don't have depth, it's going to hurt you. And it that's basically how I built all of my rankings. Like if, if, if you don't have the opportunity to replace a player or two or three players for two to three weeks, you can't win this year. If COVID and all the craziness is like actually going to happen in the NFL, it's going to be really hard to win. And I think you and I have the best setup for that. Like not a humble brag. It's just I've – had a bunch of garbage players on my team for so long that are actually doing something now. Um, but yeah, I think this year that's going to be more important than ever. All right, and with that, we're going to segue into Cheek's team that is apparently better than mine, but as I look at it, <laughs> I'm slowly changing my mind. <laughs> All right, so he's got the Stallion Josh Allen as oh, his quarterback. Yeah, baby. Derek Henry. Big dog. Big dog. Going to eat. All right. Uh, Kenyon Drake. The Grim Kenyon. Oh my I love gosh. the nicknames. It's my right. favorite thing. Amari Cooper. A.K.A. Matri's Regret. Yes. D.K. Metcalf. <laughs> oh, I'm not reading that nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Robinson. Zach Ertz. Carrion Johnson. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. Old Faithful. That one is actually true. <clears throat> yeah. I love yeah. him. He's great. Um, and then all notable bench players. 
He's got Darius Slayton, who I really like. Mm. I am not going to say that guy that plays for the 49ers. He's not good. Mike Williams. Coming back, baby. David Montgomery. Some would argue LaVisca Chenault. Um, maybe Devin some DuVernay. Wouldn't. Yeah, some wouldn't. <laughs> some, I, don't, I don't know about argue that this year. Yeah. So, all right. Why do we think his team is better than mine? I'll let you guys go. I know why. Oh. <laughs> all right. So, we'll first, we'll first off do a breakdown. Quarterback, Josh Allen, does a great job running. Mm. Um, scores points for fantasy, that is. Uh, he yep. just his team improved with the rookie drafts so, or with uh, the addition of Stefan Diggs as well as Zach Moss. Mm-hmm. So I can't complain about that. I think he'll still score. Um, some people are concerned that Zach Moss is going to take away some of the touchdowns that uh, Josh Allen ran in, mm-hmm. but he should make up with that with the touchdowns to uh, Diggs. Well, I think he's got yeah. Cam Newton touchdowns if, that he's thrown. If Stallion, if Stallion yeah. does regress, I think Newton's going to be fine. So I, mm-hmm. I, I think he's fine at quarterback. Yeah. So I, I think he's good there. Derrick Henry and Kenyon Drake, great running backs. I'm not going to argue. Do you think that your running backs are better than mine? Chris Carson and Nick Chubb. Yes. I do. I think Drake is pretty close for me. Drake, I'm so torn on. Um, I I think Henry is... The dude's just a freaking monster of a human. And that's the biggest reason, like... I I think he... Like, I don't think he can get hurt. He's freaking... Steroid freak. Water bet. So. Water bet right now. Ooh. Your running backs against mine. Derrick Henry. Just the top two. Derrick Henry and Kenyon Drake against Chris Carson and Nick Chubb. On the year? What are we talking? Year? First week? Yeah, points this per year. game? This year. Points per game? That's a good point because they get injured. I, don't, I mean, Chris Carson. That helps you gonna, too because Carson is at, runs that risk. He's, he's so. got some injuries. The year, people. Oh, so no matter what, no on matter the year. cumulative points score between the two. Oh, I'll do that in a heartbeat. Derek Done. Henry. He's gonna feast. You got Kareem Hunt to worry about. For the record, folks, a, a handshake has been made <laughs> between Jason and Cheek. I this love is, it. Put this one on the board. Derek I'm banking Henry. on. This is how I expect to win. <clears throat> Kenyon Drake not being able to hold up. Ah. Oh. So we'll find out. All right. I think they'll get creative with him, though. I don't. I don't expect him to be yeah. a workhorse. All right. So we've got Amari Cooper, DK Metcalf, Allen Robinson as his wide receivers. Yeah. That's... Some would argue he's got three top eighteen guys. I won't. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I mean, to be honest, this is really what I think is a separator between our teams. Is I think wide that receivers. you have three wide receivers that are just more established. Mm. Um, I mean, you got Allen Robinson and Amari Cooper, and I don't have that equivalent. So mm. that's where I think your team's a, a, a better. You have Zach Ertz as your tight end. Obviously, George Kittle is Getting up there. better yeah, George than George Kittle's that. definitely better there. <clears throat> so then we have Carrion Johnson and Marvin Jones. Carrion's uh, only there because Montgomery's hurt. Yeah, so I don't think you would normally put Carrion there. But but mm-hmm. maybe with Car- what news of. Swift. Swift being injured right mm-hmm. now. You know, carry on is going to be, the, but who knows if he can hold up to a big workload. But, yeah, to have carry on as your fourth running back going into the season, I think is, is nice. And then Marvin Jones just sitting there as the last just starter for you. Old Faithful, Old Faithful is, a, is a really appropriate nickname for him because, yeah. man, he's he's just been steady for a long time. Yeah, it's... It's impressive. I, I mean, I, I think your team is great. So, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I love Carry On. Don't get me wrong, but I don't. he's not my starter. <laughs> I really want Montgomery to come back. I need him. 
All right. And so, I like Montgomery a lot this year. So yeah, I, I did too. For me, that's what puts you in into that top four. So we're coming to a close here. I want to wrap it up with one final thing. So last year when we would we would even I know there wasn't a podcast, but I would I would think about the teams and Tynan's Tynan's team was never in discussion as being a contender, let alone the champion yep. of the league. So coming. I, I want to end this with one final question, and that is who is this year this year's Tynan Cook? The team that everything goes right for. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, Lamar coming out of nowhere, Terry McLaurin coming out of nowhere, mm. DJ Chark coming out of nowhere. These three guys that were extremely fantasy relevant. Uh, he, he had two supposed injury-prone injury running backs that didn't have an issue with it. Huh? So who is that team for you guys this year? I'm going to throw it over to Britton first because I know what Cheek's answer is. I might switch it up. Perfect. Ooh. Just to be fun. I'm going to throw it over to Cheek to switch it up just for fun. A hypothetical here. What if Carrion gets hurt and Marlon Mack gets traded? Oh, gross. We're moving on. Next person. <laughs> I mean, if that happens... All right, finish your thought. If that happens, which is possible that Mack could get traded. I doubt it. I don't think they should. But Mack gets traded, then JT's going to be the only guy in Indy. All right, so tell me, best case scenario, he they both end up being top 12 running backs, and he has three, sorry, yeah, he has three, he has three top, top 12, 12 running backs. He, he has nothing else. He, I mean, CMC scores enough points for one and a half players at right. least every week. Terrible take. You're not invited back. <laughs> My original take was Steph, but I just thought of that. It's like, whoa! No, this is this is what, even, even with that, <laughs> he has... His wide receivers of, are garbage. They're terrible. They're so he bad. Yes, Thielen, and then he started to like, try and convince me that Traquan Smith, this was the right. year of Traquan. Are you kidding me? Well, that's what Drew yes. said. Terrible. He just listens to Drew. I, really, and I know Griffin's going to say it's Divine or Zigbo, you know, as a starting running back now that, that right. Cornette got traded. Moving on, Britton, who is your Scotty person? Miller. Don't forget Scotty Miller, he man. Does. He does I do not want to talk about Griffin anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, who is the next line in Cook, Britton Smith? I was going to say Griffin because... If, oh my gosh! I didn't even know this was gonna. Happen. I know. I was mad. I'd circled Griffin and everything on my sheet, and I was gonna say. I mean, if all forty-seven of those things happen, Griffin could be the right. next Tyner Cook. This is gold. Hell <laughs> no. Hell no. 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 I obviously just said forty-seven things would have to happen. No, so it's, I, no. it's not Griffin. All right, I'm uh, taking over the rest of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the person, the two people that I think that have a chance. Uh, number one, I think, is Steph. We've already mm, kind of hinted yep. at it. I think that her team could be incredible. And the other player that I think has a chance coming out of nowhere is Sarah. I think that mm, everything mm. can go right. Duke Johnson hops in there. A.J. Dillon hops in there. I mean, just imagine if Aaron Jones goes down. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I think that she could be an incredible team. Um, and oh, You guys. What's no, thing- my real answer is John. I mean, huh. I had him as as in the middle of the pack, so it's not that far off. Mm. But you know, you you start talk a few hypotheticals. You know, if none of those running backs get hurt, Kamara, Mixon, and Hunt, like especially if Chubb for yeah. you know, unfortunate to Jason, if Chubb gets hurt, whoa, then then that's my, that's then my Hunt, running back here. Then Hunt, I'm, I'm in Hunt's a, a top ten guy. But I also look at if Zeke gets hurt, Pollard becomes extremely relevant. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Chris Thompson already could be as a as a good flex guy, and then you know Robbie Anderson could could blow up in Carolina if you know something were to happen. But 
Preston Williams could go back to how he was before he got hurt last year and be the mm-hmm. new Devontae Parker. Yeah. So, no, I I look at John's team and, and think that he's, if he doesn't have any holdouts and a couple things go his way, I mean, he's he's certainly in position. So, John would be my answer for this year's tie. My real answer. Sorry, right. Griffin, if you thought for a second we were serious. Yeah, Griff, I got to spoil something for you here, bud. That's not really it either. For me, uh, I, I think it is Steph. I, but here's the thing for Steph and Sarah both, is, at least the way I see it, is I feel like it's more likely that they're going to have a slow start and a strong finish. And I don't know if that finish is going to get them to the playoffs. Isn't that pretty much true for all women? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. And all we're right. out. Here so, we go. <laughs> anyway, we're going to wrap it up. Um so next week we're gonna dive into first week matchups as well as maybe a little bit of uh, did we talk about a breakdown? I don't know. Manager, we'll make it up on the spot. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, totally. I'll do totally it at least seven minutes of prep next time. Perfect. Mm, that's double. All right. We appreciate any feedback you guys want to give. Burbungeon out. See ya. <laughs>